to keep this brief. Sam here. This is Unfiltered, your favorite craft beer, craft spirit, craft whatever podcast. Today is our 100th episode, and Jay and I sat down and had an awesome conversation about all the things that we've learned over the last year and a half, and I'll stop there. Thank you so much to all of you for the support. We love you so much. With that said, here is our 100th episode. Let's do it. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, buddy. Um, today's a very, very special conversation, Jay. Do you know why? I I, I think you're going to tell me. We've made it 100 episodes. This is our 100th episode. This is 100? Can you honestly believe that we've made it 100 episodes? There are a few that probably don't deserve to have been published in the first yeah. place, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I can believe we made 100 it 100 episodes, That's called man. perseverance, baby. It's been almost two years. It's crazy. I was looking at the, the the spreadsheet and was blown away by some of the dates on some of my favorite interviews, actually. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Well, I want to hear about them, obviously. we got a few. There's, there's some house cleaning that we need to do. Uh-oh. And we have to do this because, thanks to our wonderful fans, our listenership has doubled since we actually got back in and doing doing in-person interviews. So just over the last three months. So we went from like 16 nerds to yeah. 33 or 33, something like yes. that. So we're now in, uh, in uh, heavily into the uh, 500 to 600 downloads a week, so. Excellent, somebody actually just asked me that, so that's yeah. amazing, I had no idea that we were, I don't, for those of you that uh, actually listen to the show, I expect Sam to keep me up to speed on that kind of stuff, and even when he does, I don't retain the information. No, so. I got to keep you motivated, so I uh, I keep the numbers low. There, no, it's, there you go. Thank you to five or six hundred people a week. Seriously, thank you to all of you who have done this. Um, so we got a few. Here's the plan, okay? Because we've moved into this, I don't know if it's a new kind of echelon of of the show, but I think it's not that we want to take it more seriously, but I think we need to have a little bit more structure in how we kind of talk about where we are and you know plug ourselves on social media but the first thing is our patreon page we had a couple new subscribers this month we have not done a very good job of of plugging it but if you feel inclined to support jay and i and what we do driving around town buying new equipment from time to time you can subscribe to our patreon page it's patreon.com slash unfiltered craft uh, many thanks to those of you who subscribe already but for three bucks a month it helps our cause a little bit, and we're going to send you a few stickers and a koozie, too, so we'll set that up and take care of it, so thank you for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you can continue to, you know, plug us on social media, follow us. We're on uh, Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube. Just search for Unfiltered Craft. You'll see Jay and I. You'll see the logo. First, thank you, by the way. You should probably go to Greg, right? Um, thank you to, uh, to Greg Oakleaf. Greg Oakleaf, Oakleaf Creative. Um been with us from the beginning right yeah. I, th- I think we called on him while this was still just a twinkle frankly and uh sam and i knew what we wanted from our logo and we slapped together some bullshit version of it ourselves yeah, and did. and i think greg we laughed us hours out. yeah yeah I, when i say slap together we did spend far more time than was necessary yeah. but uh we handed it over to greg and he cleaned it up and and frankly i think um maybe besides the content and the interviews our logo is the Best part of the uh, unfiltered brand. That's so awesome. He nailed it. Nobody's ever said anything but awesome things about it. So love wearing my unfiltered shirts into town. 
Yeah, and uh, speaking of which, uh, I did contact a, you know, the neck gator has been proved and proven to not be that that safe, though, FYI. But you have the inserts. I wear, are, mine are filtered. Yeah, yours are, but now mine that are, company mine is making masks filtered. for filters. So I, I was trying to get a price on that, knowing that we're not out of this, not even close. We're, we're getting ready to go back in this, right? So uh, Round three. Yeah, if the first round ever ended. But we'll keep it posted on, on actual masks. They're, they are tri-filtered. Um, track guy, my father, has used them before and had some good good success with the Neck Gator Company. But uh, to go back to Greg Oakleaf, I know we have a lot of brewer, brewery owner friends who listen to the podcast, brewers who, the, uh, who listen to the podcast from around the country. Uh, not to plug Greg too much, but if you do need some creative work, there's not a better option than Greg Oakleaf. So just Google Greg Oakleaf or Oakleaf, Oakleaf created Oak and then L-I-E-F. Correct, creative. yeah. And uh, Greg will take care of you. So runs, the, runs his own shop. He's a pro. Everything from logos and, and uh, business design all the way up to full-blown marketing plans for uh, yeah. multi-million dollar companies. So yeah. Greg Oakleaf kicks ass. For sure. He's got some, uh, some, hefty, some hefty clientele, but he really does like the small business. So, um, yeah, if you're interested, give him a ring. Uh, the next thank you, our friends here at Peak View. I see Justin filling up some bottles. AJ's behind the bar. Sean is sick. He did t- say it was a negative COVID test. So that's the other thing. We're now It's now flu season and cold season, and all these people are going to be getting tests. So, <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't lick any, uh, don't lick any bar stools in any of these joints, but uh, also continue to spend time in them. Peak View's been great. Yes. Um, if I ever get let back into my day job <laughs> office, yeah. um, I feel like I'd spend a fuck ton more time here. I did it. I dropped an F-bomb. Sorry. Um, but I, I can see my office from where I'm sitting, and it's a little depressing, frankly, to think that I can go sit in a bar and have a beer with my friends, but I still can't sit down at my desk to do my job. So thank you, Peak View. Um, we'll just call this uh, Jay's DTC South office from now on. I love it. Uh, quick plug for the boys at Peak View. Peak View, they are releasing their Wicked Thunder barrel-aged scotch ale on October 27th. So if you can you can learn more, I would ask Justin to chime in, but he looks busy over there. Uh, you can you can go to their social media pages, learn more about it. But it is aged in branch and barrel barrels. Branch and barrel is just down the road from where we are, one of those kind of South Denver metro area uh, uh, startups. So it's called Wicked Thunder. The 27th, they're releasing it, and they're actually, Jay and I are watching them. I was going to say, are they doing it right now? Filling the bottles right now? Yeah, they're filling the bottles right now. So, uh, uh, yeah, make sure you get down here on the 27th because it is barrel-aged stout season. We're starting to and get it's more and more of those. Just a little chillier outside the last couple days, so I think the time is upon us. Yes, for sure. Um, co-hosts that came to mind who've been on the show, uh, Eric James, Dr. Eric James, great friend who, who stepped up when Jay couldn't go to Wiley Roots and help me co-host, and Brock Harper who's been on the show a few times uh, uh, to kind of help me co-host when Jay couldn't be there. Family, friends, our wives, obviously. I mean, I know it sounds like nothing people listen to this it's a podcast it's for fun everybody's got a freaking podcast but you and i have spent a lot of time on this yeah i was actually trying to do the math i mean if we've done 100 episodes we've probably put 500 hours worth of time into this yeah. at least yeah. and and that that 500 hours that's really sam's time not mine because hey, i just you have to, no, i just no. show up you know i just do the job 
But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we owe it to a lot of people. We have periodically our fanboys come around, and I really just think they're hangers honors more than anything else. Looking for that free beer or that free hat. <coughs> Ryan Kenny. But um, no, we, uh, we appreciate everybody coming out, doing the download, slapping the sticker on the uh, beer fridge at home, and, and honestly just continuing to spread the word on Unfiltered. I was going to say, uh, people are kind of coming to mind. Steph Ryman uh, from Tivoli Brewing Company, who really kind of gave Jay and I the backing of the Tivoli name when we started this up. Uh, Ken Hire has been extremely supportive of it. OG um, unfiltered fans. Yeah, for sure. So those two especially. And I'm trying to think who else is really coming to mind. I mean, I think Meg Howes uh, at, at uh, Black Shirt. Uh, has has really plugged the podcast since kind of day one. Um, the guys at Ratio, for sure. Ratio's on my list here. We'll get to that a little bit later. But you also got to remember, too, Jonathan Shikes has yep. been a huge, huge supporter. I mean, I think it cuts both ways. We love Jonathan, and, and Jonathan's been great to us. Um, Shawnee at the Colorado Brewers yep. Guild has been awesome. Um, we had some early support from the uh, Brewers Association as well and Annie Sparhawk. Um, even even the people that were uh, crazy enough to let us in as media to yeah. uh, the the CBC the right? CBC last year. I mean that was awesome. So thank you whoever signed off on that because yeah. we had a great time for sure for sure. And we'll keep rolling these out. And uh, I, I did write this down. I know that you know, many of you have listened to the show, and if we haven't heard of your favorite brewery or your favorite distillery or your favorite sake sake uh, producer or any other craft spirit or craft alcohol. Let people know or send us an email, email and, and, and we'll make it happen. I got an email yesterday from the new PR person um, working with, uh, uh, um, shoot, now I can't think. What's, what's the other, what's the spot up in uh, Greeley? The big one. The big one. I can't I see it in my brain. Weldworks. Weldworks, right? We've been to Weldworks. So, Shay, thanks for reaching out. We'll try to get back up there and talk to Colin. But, um, yeah, I mean, the guys last week, Bummer Peak, you know, they reached out on, on Instagram. And they've been one of our most downloaded episodes already. They've only been on for a week. So, Well, I know how that happened. I wasn't there. <laughs> no. I needed you there. I needed you there. Um, so, so yeah, uh, uh, you know, if you if you – people in Colorado, outside of Colorado – kind of assuming that this next wave of shutdowns is coming it sucks but it gives jay and i a hell of a lot of flexibility so if you're listening to the show in kansas and there's somebody you want us to talk to let us know and and we'll set it up and make it happen so true 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 i just spent a couple of days in moab and uh was laying the groundwork for maybe another uh road trip out there this time sponsored by the unfiltered crew so it's perfect so thank you to all of you uh who, who do support the show uh our wives, to Tanya, to Catherine, to our kids, uh, thank you for, for letting your dads and your husbands uh, do this thing that doesn't make any money yet, but maybe someday it will, because it's, it's fun. Um, next thing, GABF winners. Jay, you sent me a text this weekend. Oh, yeah. We had a, we had a great showing from uh, unfiltered interviewees, and hopefully Sam cleaned up the list a little bit better, because um, by my count, we had... 15 awards um, just from Colorado folks, unfortunately. We're going to pause for just one second here due to some technical difficulties. So 15 awards. Did you count the breweries? Nope. You know what? I was uh, probably half in the bag when I reviewed the list and sent the text to Sam in the first place. But um, if I recall correctly, it was something like 15 awards to 8 or 9 or 10 Colorado breweries. And that's not even counting, unfortunately, um, 
because the I didn't see the other list, frankly, the overall list. But that's not even counting um, some of our uh, out-of-state folks, um, which really that's Sam's been the uh, Sam's been the the key to the out-of-state uh, interviews. But um, I, I I find it hard to believe that Rubens or Fremont or or uh, anybody like that that we've we've had the privilege of connecting with over the last hundred episodes. I'm sure somebody else is on that list too. But um, I actually got a list. I'm going to stop you there because you said oh. I was a part of most of them. And actually, one of our guests who's been on, who's been on twice that you and I were both on. Oh, a two timer. Yeah, big growth. A big oh, growth there you go. GBF medal. Uh, uh, I actually just texted my father to te- say congrats to, to Matt Swift and the crew down there. So they won for their uh, their Marzen, their Oktoberfest. So. Oh, that's a Schrader favorite yeah, too, by yeah. the way. I'm really if good you guys at the Marzins. Wanna, if you guys want to send a case of those our way before it's too late, before they're all gone, Sam's dad needs a reason to visit. Exactly. <laughs> dad, just don't show up unannounced this time, please. All right, no, here's no, the no. Unannounced. <laughs> all right. Ratio. God love the boys at Ratio. Jason, Scott, congrats. Zuni Street. Yeah, Willie. New father, Willie. Not even a new father anymore. You think she's six months yeah, old now. That kid's been here for a while. Old news. Cannonball Creek. The boys whoop, whoop. out there. Love those guys. Not surprised whatsoever. New terrain. Yeah. Congrats. Comrade. Obviously. Dry Duck. Yeah. Kevin Lang. Good job, guys. Living over there. the dream. Jason there, nice work. Man, I'm telling you, sleepers out there. There are. Seed stock. Seed stock. Saw a seed stock sticker today. Nice. I love it. I love it. Sinitas. Sinitas. That was a that was a COVID interview. That was. We gotta do a live follow-up. Goat patch. Yeah. Colorado Springs representing. Colorado Springs. Denver Beer Co. Usual suspects again. But hey, hey. Perennial powerhouse, you got to give it to him. Absolutely, and then Ruben's Brews. So shout out to uh, to uh, uh, Adam and the crew out in Seattle. Way so, to go, Adam! Way to go, Ruben's. And then obviously, you know Matt Swift um, in Iowa. So uh, uh, everybody, congratulations! That that's that's awesome. We're going to move into our top ten episodes at some point here, our top ten moments. Uh, but we got to make one last plug for the Morgan Adams Foundation's 2020. Chili Booze and Brews event. And so thanks to Jen uh, and Joan, Jay's Aunt Joan. I got a little copy here to read. Oh, oh, we actually have some edit. We you know, the crazy thing is I'm 99% sure that I followed Jen all the way down I-25 to Arapahoe Road. And, really? and she did not turn. I was convinced for half a second that Sam uh, invited her to the interview. So sorry you couldn't make it, Jen, but we're talking about you right now. That's funny. All right, so uh, so we want you to join us for a pretty amazing uh, six-week adventure that will celebrate Colorado's best and most unique chili, beer, and spirits for the ultimate throwdown. All right, so it's a, it's a competition, right? Yeah, competition. This is, uh, this is basically pitting Colorado and, and other local craft breweries, craft beers, craft whiskeys, and uh, craft chili connoisseurs, not connoisseurs, but um, restaurateurs, you know, chefs. But what's the benefit? Head to head. This is it. This is it. You well, know more about this. The Morgan Adams Foundation is, uh, is a nonprofit foundation here based in Denver that's dedicated to pediatric cancer research. Um, it's what is affectionately referred to as a an events-based nonprofit. So uh, pretty much every penny raised by the nonprofit Morgan Adams Foundation through um, events, whether it's car shows, art auctions, or in this case, chili booze and brews, um, 
every penny is directly funded right back to pediatric cancer research, um, whether that's Children's Hospital here in Denver or um, steering money towards uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society or, or other kind of research. Um, and it's really designed to fund groundbreaking research. Um, and I wish I had known Sam was going to do this because I think the numbers are something like three and a half or four million dollars pushed directly towards pediatric cancer research to date. So it's a great cause. It's a great foundation. I'll jump back into the copy, but we've never really talked about this on air. You have a personal familial connection to this. Can you explain the Morgan Adams Foundation to those who don't know about it? Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Adams is actually um, a young, young woman, my cousin, who uh, after battling just a bizarre cold sickness um, when she was just five years old, uh, ended up um, being diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor at the base of her brainstem. Um, and she battled the uh, tumor after removal um, for just about a year before she ended up succumbing to cancer. Um, and, you know, her parents, Joan, Ad uh, Joan Slaughter and Stephen Adams, her dad, um, they, they, they spent some time after Morgan passed away and really decided they wanted to do something to um, give back to Children's Hospital because they had experienced so much positive um, vibes. I don't know how to say this uh, from Children's Hospital. So they threw a party. They, they, they invited some artists and some restaurateurs that they knew um, with the idea that uh, they'd, they'd sell tickets. They'd um, auction off some original art, um, some unique art, and they'd and they just give everything they could back to Children's Hospital. Well, that one little event that um, was spawned out of obviously a horrible, horrible situation, raised over $100,000 cash for Children's Hospital um, and ultimately led to the foundation's actual design. I mean, the first time they did it, there wasn't even a foundation, but um, Morgan Adams Foundation was created in that, in that spirit um, and has been kicking hard now for I want to say 18 years wow. in formal existence um, and annually now giving like I said hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to not just Children's Hospital anymore and that's the beautiful part right they really um, they're funding cutting-edge groundbreaking research and technology and and it's not just limited to Denver it's not just limited to the Rocky Mountain region now um, Joan and her staff do an amazing job of identifying great great scientists, great doctors, great research all across the country that they can really help support um, with seed money. They call it seed foundation grant money. Um, and that helps grow um, trials um, and research to, to take it to um, larger scale release for, for the general public. Um, and, and they've saved, I'm sure, hundreds if not thousands of lives up to this point. And like, like our friends in the brewing industry, the Morgan Adams Foundation has had to pivot, um, for lack of a better word, in, in the COVID-19 era. And they've had to get creative with really how they raise money to, to fund that pediatric cancer research. Um, several of the larger marquee events have had to be canceled this year. Um, and, and Chili Booze and Brews has actually been going five years or more um, 
So it's a fall event, uh, really trying again to capitalize on, on dark, heavy beer and chili being the, the, fall, the fall favorites. Um, but, but chili had to get canceled too. And, and they've, rather than canceling it completely, they've recreated it as this online adventure, as Sam puts it. So it's going to run from November 1st, so starting in just over a week until December 13th. Through. So six weeks is when this is going to happen. Um, before I forget, I want to kind of re- reiterate this, this address. It's chiliboozeandbrews.com if you want to learn more. We're going to be talking about this again over week over week. But basically, you go, you get a passport, you'll be able to access food and beverage deals from participating contenders, uh, breweries, distilleries. Uh, uh, is it restaurants as well? Can they get involved? I mean, anybody, the, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the, the restaurants and uh, the restaurants and the chefs are providing the chili. So chili's not necessarily coming from a brewery, too. That's the beautiful part, right? You get yeah. the opportunity to check out a brewery or a number of breweries, distilleries, and restaurants. Um, so I, hopefully this will give you the opportunity or the, the passion to get out and, and, and enjoy chili at, uh, I want to say, I want to say biker gyms maybe yeah. is on okay. there. Okay. Um, or beer here at Peakview perhaps, or, or a whiskey at Stranahan's. So, um, there's a lot of participating, uh, members. Uh, there's a lot of folks who've been on this podcast who are helping out, but if you're interested in participating, and you're a brewery or a distillery, let us know. If you are a beer drinker or a chili eater, go to chiliboozeandbrews.com. There are three different tiers, $30, $60, $90. You get a lot of cool stuff um, if, no matter what tier you're in. And so we encourage you to go over there to take a look. Obviously, this is not just something Jay and I are plugging because somebody asked the plug. Jay is connected to this. Jay's brother, obviously, Jay and Brian are two of my best friends. They are, they are emotionally and familiar, familially connected to this, and so it means something to me. Uh, I think our Lock & Co. buddies have been, they were participated last year. They're probably going to participate this year, uh, Owen and Rick. So Lenny from Deer Hammer has participated. Um, so, yeah, learn more, participate. It goes to a good cause. Uh, I know you've heard a lot of things from Jay's mouth, and maybe it's turned you off. You don't like Jay as much. <laughs> but for the most part, the rest of the Schrader tree or that tree that he speaks of and comes from, they're good people. Yeah, don't uh, don't use me as the barometer for um, personality or uh, likability when it comes to the Morgan Adams Foundation. So. <laughs> I love it. All right, buddy. Um, let's jump into it. Right, we, 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 we talked about this, we kind of set this up. What's the best way for us to go about this? And I don't think we need to necessarily rank our top 10 moments or our top 10 interviews or what have you, but just start. I, I couldn't do it, yeah. yeah. I, I came up with forth. a list of 10, and honestly, the list probably could have been 95 out yeah. of 100, yeah. all right? But, but then I tried to narrow down my top 10 to number one, number two, number three. It, no, didn't, it, didn't, work. it didn't work. You want to go first? I've talked a lot. Why don't you go first? So, so Sam and Jay's ten most memorable moments, or twenty, I guess, depends on where we yeah, overlap. Yeah, we I'm, didn't I'm share sure these on purpose. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure there's some overlap here, um, and then no, we'll go back and forth. No, yeah, no certain order. My first one um, that that popped right off the list for me was Barkentine Brewing, and, ah. and frankly. Um, the bottom line for me personally was it was the first first interview we did out of the house. <laughs> Hadn't seen you together. Yeah, Sam and I had spent a lot of time on the phone and on Zoom calls, but um, we actually got to visit Barkentine Brewing 
up in uh, the Sloan's Lake neighborhood. Visited with uh, the folks up there. Had a great interview. Enjoyed cool some Kyle, awesome beer. Kyle Knutson. Kyle, that's right. Who, Who the, the fuck, fuck are the Knutsons? Yes. Jeff Bridges has cancer. Yeah, right? shout out to Jeff. Uh, yet another reason maybe to spend a little money for yeah. the Morgan Adams Foundation. But yeah, Barkentine, special place for me. It's close to my house. Spent a lot of time in Sloan's Lake before and since uh, we've been there. And, you know, it just felt good to... Yeah. It brought a little normal back to what's otherwise been a shitty six or seven months. So, yeah. It was a cool Kyle, spot. Yeah, great spot. What do they call that place? The the Denver Market or the... No Sloan's. Yeah. It's their version of the uh, public market in Seattle up there off of... 20th and Sheridan. We should check it out. Yeah, we should know it. And if we were out of the house more often, I'm sure yeah, we'd I, be there. Yeah, I put more miles on my car just coming back and forth to these meetings now, not the regular yeah. drive-bys. So we'll, we'll, we'll remind everybody before the end of this. Sam, what was the uh, first one on your list? Charlie Burger. Uh, uh, I don't know if Charlie made your list, but... Uh, you know, Charlie and Denver Beer Company did not make my list, but again, they're a perennial powerhouse. It was just fun to talk to him. You know, it was fun to uh, uh, get the perspective of a business owner, a brewery owner, who has, for lack of a better cliche, made it. They've made it, right? As we talk about the impact of COVID and what COVID's doing, Never Beer Co. appears to be just fine. Yeah. And almost, you know, we're talking to Charlie the last interview, they're opening up the third location. They've kind of benefited from this, you know, like the slowing down of permits isn't really hurting them. Yeah. So I think Charlie and the boys at Denver Beer Co., you know, one one tip of the hat to them. Extremely savvy businessmen. Right. And 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 uh, no offense, Charlie, you didn't make my list, but I still love you. And, and we had a great time the first time we met with you. Um, and, and every time we talk since has been amazing. I love Denver Beer Company. Uh, Pretzel Assassin's a staple at our house. So That's the thing about Denver Beer Co. is the beer is one of those Colorado craft beers that I can buy a lot of and drink a lot of and not feel bad about it, if that makes sense. You know, it's, it's hard to, to go and say I shouldn't buy this six-pack of, you know, a microbrewery, right, that, that needs the money. But, you know, Charlie and, and the crew there, what they're doing is impressive. So that's that's my first one. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna jump around because Charlie, Charlie resonates with me just from the perspective that, for me and Sam, a lot of this has not just been um, business or pleasure, right? We've created friendships, lasting friendships, partnerships, um, and business relationships with some of these uh, many of these brewers and their breweries, um, which is why I'm gonna skip down my list quite a bit to Ratio. Okay. Um, Ratio was, I think, on. On paper, our second interview ever, um, and honestly, um, probably more of a train wreck than the first one at Tivoli, because uh, at least they were giving us a free pass at Tivoli, right? Yeah. But um, Jason Zimbrunen, uh, shout out to him with his his first medal at GABF um, in five years. Congrats, wow. guys. Jason and Scott both. I know that was a long road for you. But um, Ratio really speaks to me personally about the way uh, one interview can really be the foundation for a long-lasting friendship or relationship. Um, and I've gotten to know Jason pretty well, but uh, his partner Scott Kaplan even better over the last two years. And um, love talking to these guys, love hanging out with them, um, love texting Scott out of the blue just to say, hey, hope you're doing well. It's been too long. So uh, Ratio, Beer Works, we've only been there once, unfortunately, but uh, 
I guess we'll have to go back. They really gave us a shot, too. I mean, if you consider the footprint that Ratio has in that part of town, but also just I think Ratio is a name that resonates outside of Colorado. And Jason was willing to say, hell yeah, let's jump on a podcast and do it. And so, yeah. And yeah, it was kind of a shit show, but <laughs> we did it. Yeah, it was fun as hell, too. It was a lot of fun. Man, I remember that really well. Holy shit, that was crazy. Okay, so uh, to go back to the to Jay's first, Barkany Brewing is in the Edgewater public market. Edgewater Internet. It, that, that's the beauty Thank of the Internet. Thank God for the webs. My next one, another two-timer, Eno Saris. Yes. What does Eno Saris have to do with Eno Saris, writer for The Athletic. <laughs> Uh, commentator uh, for MLB.com and MLB TV, avid beer lover, like a beer nerd to the hill. Yeah, and it's been twice now, as recently as May, where he said, "You know, you want to be on the show." Minutes later, absolutely, right? Like he's ready to be in. But the last one we had Brian on, and I think the three of us got four of us got a little drunk. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's to be expected. <laughs> I think that's the point, right? Yes. Eno's great. And uh, I, I think another shit show of an interview, right? Our first interview with Eno, yeah. we were huddled around One a laptop and, yeah. with, with a, a, an Apple earbud in each ear. And uh, probably, I can't remember if we were already in the bag from the Grist interview or if that was the, the, the pre-interview interview. It was after. Was it, was it after? Yeah, that explains a lot. That's why I don't remember as much as I should. But Eno's, but, Eno's awesome. Well, the last interview, we had to cut it off. I mean, it, I think he had a whole... Cooler beer he was ready to go through. Yeah, yeah. Eno's wife must be cooler than than ours because we don't need to plug to him. Go. He's plenty famous, but I mean, I read his stuff biweekly. Uh, I think he's one of the best baseball writers go, uh, going right now. And uh, knowing that this is going to come out on Thursday, that should be what day after two games of the World Series. Uh, the Athletic is worth every cent uh, if you want to subscribe to it. And I, and I know they don't need money, but um, when it comes to sports journalism, I would rather give me give them my money than, uh, than ESPN. So with that said, okay, so that's, that's my number two, or just your second. Yeah, no, mine, I'm my moving second, into your number, second. that's your second. This, I'm going to move into number three then because um, obviously beer and baseball, huge connection. Um, again, in no uncertain order necessarily uh meyer skis is coming in for number three and and the reason i just bring it up right now is because there's a lot of peripheral things that that go together with beer and uh obviously baseball is one of them but but meyer skis and skiing in general um you know the apre beer is always important here in colorado and when we went over and hung out with ted over at the uh craft skiery um which Unfortunately, they actually had come up with that on their own before us, um, but but everything they were doing there was was identical to what we feel and, and see and hear in a brewery. They're just doing it with skis, yeah. um, and and it really was the quintessential Colorado experience where we walked in. There's a cat wandering around in the bar, and Ted had whatever 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 was our pleasure on tap for us or, or in bottles and cans because they were just getting into their new space. Um, and in fact, I think brought my, at the time, 11-year-old son, John, along, and, and he just marveled at the uh, actual craftsmanship that goes into skis. So um, I think beer and baseball, beer and skis, perfect combo. It was fun to get the tour, tour that Ted gave us uh, at the end and kind of see how skis are made. That was, that was really awesome. So, yeah, Meyer Skis, 
100 uh, percent we've not talked about this on air are you what are your plans for ski season I'm gonna ski the hell out of the season. Yeah, okay. I have to. So you got everything. You're 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 ready to go. You got your passes. You got the kids' passes. Everybody's passed up. Um, we're on a reservation system here now in Colorado, which okay. would be interesting. But uh, shout out to one of uh, MSU Denver's other top staff, uh, Mark Bechet. Is actually, I think he turns 40 on Breckenridge Ski Area's opening day this year. Ah. So yeah, so at least uh, at least I'll ideally get one day under my under my skis. What is opening day, Breck? Breck is, well, shit, now you're putting me on the spot because i got to remember Mark's birthday. I'm pretty sure it's the 13th of November. Okay. All right. So it's coming up. All right. Ted. Friday the 13th. Thank you so much. Uh, my next one was going to be Shawnee Adelson, uh, Colorado Brewers Guild. Um, I think one of those people that we were a little bit intimidated about going into the interview, just knowing that we were going to talk to the president, uh, the executive director, I guess, of the of the biggest brewers guild in the country you know the most powerful one and uh shawnee's been nothing but a friend to us i think since then um you know we were working hand in glove during covid and, and during the sip beer fest and trying to figure out how we could help them and they could help us and all of that and so we learned a lot um it was, it was fun to talk to shawnee testament to tenacity over there too i mean yeah. shawnee's really um kicked ass and keeping it together for the for the yeah. brewers guild they've had a rough six months same as same as everybody in the industry but um but shawnee's done a an amazing job of really advocating on behalf of her guild members and even those people that aren't in the guild necessarily yeah. so um shawnee's great she's she's a repeat offender i think on the show or at least informally too so um not just not just a guest and a friend but somebody we can reach out to for information for some, some and the guidance. rest of the cbg board too i mean we you know we've had dave Bergen on the show before there's other justin's been on the show from from station 26 um so i know that shawnee doesn't run the show just by herself but just what the colorado brewers guild has attempted and, and, and really been successful at doing over the last eight months should not go uh unnoticed because this is not easy for anybody um, and, and, and I know they're doing their best to kind of keep everything up and running. And, you know, Tristan Schmidt, too, Tristan, who's not there anymore, but um, he was doing a lot of their PR and their marketing for a while, and he was a good friend of the show, too. So, uh, Shawnee Adelson, CBG, thank you all so much for participating and supporting the show. That is my third. Sip happy hour number one. This is, again, I'm just jumping around here because it, it's a natural segue, right? Sip happy hour number one was um, not even really supposed to be a pivot, right? Yeah. It was just a chance for Sam and I to spend yeah. a little time with our industry peeps. Um, and hopefully you've got to listen in front of you. I don't even remember who happy hour number one included, uh, but it was um, kind of a hodgepodge who's who. Uh, let's see. Sam's going to uh, it was the Woods Boss Boys. There you go, Jordan and his yep. crew. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Dina and Chris Hill. From Odyssey. Owen Locke. Yeah. I don't know if Rick made it. And no. then Dan, Dan and DK. Uh, the Cicerone, former. Uh, That's right. That's yeah. right. And Dan, Dan reminds me we've got some follow up to do with other people. But yeah. Sip Happy Hour number one was just a uh, fucking excuse to get drunk with some of our friends and do it virtually. And. and uh, Honestly, I think Sam and I should take the credit for the uh, the Zoom happy hour culture that was created in this country. We kind of did it early. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, we were on top of it before a lot of people. So I'm gonna jump in there and say that 
Jay and I are trying to think about the next Sip Beer Fest. We're not quite there yet. We're thinking of some ideas. If you have some ideas, knowing that whatever we want to say, the second part of the first wave, the second wave, the third wave, whatever's coming, I think our, our, our friends in the industry, they're sweating a little bit for good reason. Um, and I think we're going to try to do our best to support them in some way, shape, or form. Maybe December, maybe it's January, something like that. So stay tuned. If you have ideas, let us know because we are just starting to plan some stuff. Um, so perfect. Sip Beer Fest, or sorry, the Sip Happy Hour, number one. My next one would be Betsy Lay and Lady Justice. Uh, I mean, it's obviously timely with the death of, of RBG, but I think just talking to Betsy a couple times, knowing what Lady Justice does to support uh, uh, women and transgendered folks and just nonprofits in general and what they do. I mean, you change your Facebook page, uh, your Facebook profile I, to I, that picture. I can't take my profile picture yeah. down now. I mean, first yeah. of all, it's one of Sam's best unfiltered pieces of artwork ever. I mean, the RBG depiction on, on the mural wall at, at um, Lady Justice really makes me look good, frankly. I don't know why. Um, but it's probably the best picture of me too in a while. So, um, and it, it, as Sam said, it was timely. I can't take it down now. But more importantly, too, not just one person or one group of people, right? Lady Justice broke the mold in how a brewery can be, can be organized and how it runs. So, um, yeah, they were they were um, an asterisk number eleven, um, as as the other ninety all probably yeah. were. Uh, yeah. But Lady Justice was a badass interview. And they're, they're a repeat offender too, right? They are a repeat offender. Uh, I got to get my kids some, my daughters, some Lady Justice gear. But I just uh, saw that Molly's is now carrying Lady Justice beer. So they're canning. Go get their stuff. The reason why we say that is because, or I say that, Lady Justice is not profiting from this. right? They're keeping their operations going. But if you listen to the interviews that we've done with Betsy twice, all of their profits go to anything they don't need to run those operations go to nonprofits. yeah nobody's getting rich over at lady no, justice no none whatsoever so thank you to 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 betsy and the crew over there for having us uh that was a fun interview all right so that's my next checkoff you're up i'm starting to worry we're only going to be able to get through five of these no each. we got we got 20 minutes all we're right good. all right all right all right um well, we already talked about Chris and Dina at Odyssey, and I'm just going to give them a real quick shout-out a second time and move on. But but I did love our time at Odyssey. Chris and Dina are probably, like, the first the, – the president and first lady of, of beer here in Colorado. Um, and and if, if an unfiltered interview could twist and spiral completely out of control and down some of the deepest, darkest, um, most offensive <laughs> black holes – that was one of them, and it was and it was a riot. And uh, we love we love the folks at Odyssey, and would love to go back. That was a little crossover too. I mean, uh, Dean and Chris, they were so much fun. That was a blast. Way fun, way fun. It was so hot that day. I remember like just being hot, fucking hot. And actually, uh, uh, you know, a, a happy a happy accident. Um, one of our better, I think, unfiltered commercials. Where Sam got me on the slow mo walking out of the old uh, Odyssey tap room. Oh my um, God. I, the fact that I'm usually the star of these commercials is a little scary. Well, it's easy. You got to. You got to. You're a better looking guy. And I'm all, you also. I'm also the one just taking the pictures. All that's the time. right. That's, that's right. Hey, you know, nobody wants to look at me. So, uh, Dean and Chris, thank you so much. They've continued to support the show in uh, innumerable, innumerable ways. And so, thank you there. Uh, okay, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say, uh, Ken Hire, Tilly Brink.
Brewing Company. We had Ken on the show once during the kind of Zoom era of the show and then going back and, and meeting with Ken in person. But uh, being a, a friend of mine now, playing golf with Ken, and I don't know, he's in a lot of ways, Jay and I have sat down with Ken and had beers with him on multiple occasions. I don't want to say he keeps us grounded, but there's a, there's a certain honesty that Ken offers to you and I that you don't, I don't want to say you don't always get, but it's, it's a realization. It's a reality of the business. And uh, I love talking to him, honestly. And uh, no offense to Uncle Ken, but um, most of the people we interview are our age-ish. Yeah. Ken's, Ken brings a venerated elder status yeah. to what we do and, and what Sam and I um, really have learned, frankly. And, and that's what, what my biggest takeaway from Ken is. Smartest fucking guy in beer that we've probably spoken to yeah. in a hundred episodes, truthfully. And and not that the rest of you aren't smart, but that, that Ken has seen it all and done it all and will probably spend another, hopefully, God willing, 5, 10, 15 years directing how beer works here in Colorado. Yeah, it just craft spirits. I mean, craft alcohol in, in general. So, Ken Heyer, uh, thank you for the support and, and for being a good guest. You're up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to um, – I'm actually – Let's see. I'm going to go with Colorado Sake here on this yeah, one real quick. Yeah, we, we haven't seen or heard much from Billy lately, um, but I've had some of his, uh, some of his, his customers, some of his, uh, his uh, supporters pop up in my universe lately, and it's been a while since we saw Billy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Billy. I love – that was one of our earlier breaks – from beer, yeah, and and we uh, you know we, we got to experience something totally unique and different, and um, it really for me felt like an underground uh, business that that we had never heard of or never seen before. And and Colorado Sake was making, still is making an amazing product um, available here uh, on liquor store shelves and in restaurants, which is awesome. And actually, um, another slow mo commercial. Right there, uh, these these probably stand out more for me because I'm in these fucking videos. So I believe that Billy just handed us a bunch of sake. I'm pretty sure I walked out of there with uh, a case of sake and drank none of it because my wife just took it. Enjoyed well, it all of so it. Smooth. Yeah. So Billy, thank you. Uh, the sake co or co sake, they're they're killing it. They're doing a great job. Still, I you know try yeah, to follow yeah, up, make yeah. sure wherever you are, Bradley. We Bradley miss you, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Uh, you were not there for this one because you did not go to New Zealand. But Hugh yeah, Pearson, wasn't invited. Uh, hopscotch Brewing, man, that was uh, uh, who's calling me. Uh, if we had known the power of the Zoom back then, right? Like, oh my gosh, I could have been crazy. sitting on the front porch at three a.m. joining you. It would have been amazing. So, um, um, edit out, edit out at two fifteen. No, no. no uh, <laughs> so, so Hugh uh, going to to Auckland, New Zealand, and meeting with basically. Hugh being one of the major players in craft beer in New Zealand, having brought in uh, uh, and showcasing a lot of breweries from the North and the South Island of New Zealand. So uh, interesting conversation. If you can find it on our list of shows, uh, it was pretty wacky. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a side note there, too, if, if you recall, we were sitting in uh, the bar with Kevin at uh – Dry dock and during GABF last year, and somebody came up from New Zealand and knew the brewery, and we, we oh, told him yeah, we right. told him, hey, you know, check out our check out our podcast. Sam did an interview down in Auckland, and uh, the the couple from New Zealand actually, or maybe they were from Australia. No, shit, 
they were from somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah, and they knew they knew all about the brewer, and were super jacked to hear that that we had done an inter- we me not had done an interview. So I was drinking beer at 10 a.m., which is not a new thing, but uh, it's 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 a different. It's time a new zone thing in there. a different time zone. Yeah. Next up, yours. Um, Holiday. Uh, this one, um, this one sticks out for a lot of reasons. Yep. Karen, Karen Wirtz over there. I'm sorry, Karen Hertz over there at Holiday uh, has become another good friend of the show. Um, we'll stop whatever she's doing to give us a hug whenever she sees us. Um, gluten-free brewery. I get a lot of I get a lot of asks, Jay. What do you recommend? And honestly, they're the first one I, I recommend every time. Um, meeting with with a coworker and a client up there next week, actually, just to introduce them and and take care of a, a, a gluten free need for beer for for a colleague. So, um, but Karen and the crew, they've grown like crazy out exponentially. there exponentially. Exponentially, that's a big word. Um, and and frankly, they're right in our backyard too. Uh, we love the golden corner of the city because there's a ton of beer coming out of there. No, that was, one, again, one of those early interviews that we did with uh, somebody who ended up being a major player in craft beer across the country. So Spoke at GABF last year, and yeah. I think for a lot of reasons is a respected um, beer woman here in Colorado and across the country. Karen Hertz, if you're listening, thank you for what you've done for the show because, yeah, that was a blast. Uh, my next one, Jay Johnson. Bear hey, Bear Creek. That's Bear actually, Creek. we've got, oh, finally we have that. an overlap. We there an we overlap. go. Uh, I was just at Bear Creek last week. Jay wasn't there, but Debo took care. Another two-timer. Um, yeah, I mean, we've gone in there so many times. The, we did the Denver Denver Sports Lab, Tune Clinic in there. Um, those guys know what they're doing. It's always fun to go talk to them. And, you know, they look like skateboarder punks. And then you start talking to them, and you realize... These are the two of the smartest people in craft alcohol that we know. Yeah. And they, uh, they're another early one, too, if yeah. I recall correctly, yeah. right? Um, but, but it's not just, you know, they're, we, we've, done, we've done our sake and we've done our whiskey. Bear Creek, they've got vodka. They've got whiskey. They've got rum. Rum, yeah. And they've, they've got, I mean, in my opinion, the best mixologist in town and the best cocktail menu in the city so check them out i mean go and support any of these colorado distilleries that's the thing we this show gets so much craft beer it gives so much craft beer attention but i mean think about the guests we've had on lock and co bear creek deer hammer talnua uh, uh bomber peak if you can find that stuff in stores spend the extra two to three dollars and get something that comes from here you know, uh, or, or those of you who are out of state, get something that comes from your state. You yep. know, you don't have to buy Jim Beam or Jack Jack uh, Daniels. You can buy something that comes close. Or to uh, even take it a step further, our buddy Lenny over at Deerhammer. The first thing he said was, you know what, if, if your liquor store doesn't carry Deerhammer or another craft spirit that you want, ask to speak to the manager. Ask for it by name. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, Lenny will deliver it by hand. Well, yeah. That's, he's, he's Lenny's guy. also apparently got a, a 35-year-old Airstream that's stocked with whiskey. Um, that's, you know, I don't know if that's an, an open invitation, but I certainly plan on taking advantage of sleeping in that Airstream at least Next one. time. Next yeah. time we're in Buena Vista, we're going there. Uh, your turn. Or, oh, it's your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah, I lost, the, we finally had an overlap, so I lost track. Um, this one's near and dear to me. Uh, I think I actually got yelled at after this one, which happens probably 50-50, but call to arms. Yep. Um, 
I think we had to like plug in the laptop. This one lasted two plus hours. Yeah. Uh, the guys over at Call to Arms, and, and it's it's been a change over the last couple of years of Call to Arms, right? I mean, there were three owners, and then it was down to two, and we interviewed two, and now it's just Chris Bell by himself. But uh, Chris has also become a good friend of the show professionally. Um, I like to talk to him about stuff outside of just beer because um, he's a great great business owner, smart cat. Um, and uh, I think maybe one of the first places we were able to slap a, an unfiltered sticker on a tank because we didn't have them at a certain point. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think they were the first ones to say, yeah, put that sticker up wherever the fuck you want. That was a good one. That was a fantastic interview. I mean, that's, I think I'm still hungover from that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little bit of, little bit of uh, something floating around in my system left over from Call to Arms. My next one would be Laura and Wayne from Burns Family Artisan Ales. I think it was just fun to talk to those two. I'm not quite sure why we got along so well with them. I mean, I get it. Like, it was just good kindred spirits in a lot of ways, but it was so easy to talk to them. You know, we kind of sat there, and it was a hot day again. There was a lot of this Midwest stuff going on, too, that yeah. I, generally speaking, I don't ever understand. But but talk about just a, a couple, right, who has become a, kind of a powerhouse in this very, very niche market of... $30 bottles of beer. Strong $50. beer, yes. big beer. Yeah. And revered in a lot of ways. And kind of hearing that story and hearing hearing where they come came from was was really cool. So that that's that's my next on the list. And so feel free to add to that or go Yeah, on no, one. I mean the one thing too about Burns family that I that I really like to point out to people, especially since we spent the time over there, is um, they're a great example of of the brotherhood of beer, right? I mean they took over for was it Strange, yep, um, yep, yep, yep. over there in the yep. uh, area off Second and No, Wits End. Wits End. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Wits End. Yeah, I was I was float the wrong name when I'm thinking of that neighborhood. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, repurposing, reusing that space, taking over as a brewery themselves. Um, so goes to show a little bit more, even I think, in my opinion, of the history of craft beer here in Denver. It's not just five or ten years old, right? Yeah, no, it's it's been around for a while. All right, you're up. Yeah, last, last but certainly last not one. least for me is, is going to be Lock & Co. Okay. Um, for a number of reasons. The Again, not to beat a dead horse here, but the Lock & Co. guys, Rick and Owen, have become good, good friends. Um, I went out of my way last year to buy Lock & Co. for um, family and friends for Christmas, um, and, and that was just a testament to, I think, how good and how unique and how interesting and how delicious their, their whiskey is. Um, but more importantly, too, man, the, the interview was a fucking memory mm -hmm. um where else are you gonna go hang out with a couple of guys in a restaurant find out they don't have your whiskey on the shelf because they're out of it one guy seals the deal on a new sale while the other one's pouring shots yeah. out of his briefcase yeah like i mean sam and i have been lucky to experience a lot of fun funny shit yeah. over these last hundred episodes and that was probably by far one of my most memorable goofy experiences on the unfiltered set I mean, two of my good friends now, quite honestly. Uh, uh, those guys are so much fun. And going to Bird that day, and, and again, yeah, I think it was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right? Um, they were putting on a tasting, tasting for us that quickly turned into something that, that looked way much more like a college house party. But yeah. uh, it was fun. Further proof that uh, these these interviews can devolve very quickly into what what we really think we are at our most base 
it happens. All right, you're finished. My last one, Nicole Ryman, Amanda Oberbreckling, Odd 13. Odd 13, another asterisk on my list. That day was rainy and cold and snowy. Yeah. And we went there. We were we delivered some barrels. That was a that was a long long day. Yeah, we oh we met up at Ratio. We were we were next off to see Willie over at Zuni Street, um, and then all the way north into Longmont to the girls at Odd Thirteen and learned a lot too. Right, a lot oh about gosh. the science. No, well, a lot about the the quality. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's where our eyes really opened up to the quality, the importance of a, a QA or a QC person, which is what uh, Amanda does, and now Nicole's running the show as their head brewer and. I mean, and then we got, what, two crates of half-fills? Yeah, or yeah. Fills? I, I, I drank low-fills for, like, a week and a half. Um, yeah. And as I recall... And you're I mean, a heavy drinker. Well, so. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, in fact, am a heavy drinker. Um, so, yeah, and, and I think that's where Sam first learned about low-fills, too. Yeah, I, they had to explain it. But, I mean, they, there were a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer jokes. We got their conference room. We were just hanging out there. I think we were intimidated as we went in, and those two quickly made us feel at home. So, I'm still intimidated, let's be honest. That was so much fun. Um, yeah. Well, as we wrap this up and we, when we get ready for episode 101, what, is, what's your, what are your goals for the next 100 episodes? I was going to say, are we going to even be able to pull off another 100? I mean, we're, uh, we're staring down the barrel of the end of 2020. Yep. Um, I, I'd like to see... Uh, honestly, I'd love to see Sam and I be able to take this show more on the road, yeah. um, and not not just Sam supporting his uh, his family vacation habits, but Jay and Sam on the road together, Buena Vista, Telluride, wherever yeah. wherever we can go, um, whoever's whoever's putting up the beer for us would be an awesome awesome opportunity. So that's I think that's my goal for episodes 101 and beyond, and 21 and beyond is. Uh, Let's get out there a little bit more. Let's visit some places we've never been. What about you? No, I, I think that's that sounds like a, an excellent plan to me. I mean, I think I would like to see us do more for the craft beer community other than just have this podcast in which we're drinking beer with brewers. I think if why don't we deploy the Lady Justice model, you know, in little ways and kind of figure out ways to pay our costs and pay what we have to, but... Uh, I think Sip Beer Fest showed you and I both what is what we're capable of, um, and I, that's probably connected to your Aunt Joan and the Morgan Adams, Adams Foundation and, and your sister, right? It's, it's in your family and my father doing similar things. The Unfiltered Foundation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something that we could be doing because craft beer does so much for Colorado, but so much for other states, California, Washington, uh, Massachusetts, across the country. Craft beer is not just about selling beer and getting people drunk. You talk to every craft brewer, every craft distiller, and they are so tethered to their community and committed to their community. And I think we, we should really work on kind of showcasing that and leveraging that to, to help those communities better. So Yeah, I 100% agree. We've said from the beginning of the show that uh, breweries and tap rooms were really the epicenter of community yeah. and, and neighborhoods. Um, and I don't think my opinion has, has only been reaffirmed multiple times on that never once has it changed so so jay schrader one of my best friends thank you so much for for taking on this journey empty empty glass and a water bottle today cheers Uh, of a hundred shows holy shit we did it and thank you to everybody who listens we love you so much Uh, to our spouses to our kids to our families 
Thank you so much for the support because it's fucking crazy to think that we're 100 episodes. Send, uh, send your feedback to Sam. Send it to me. I have an unfiltered email address. Just email me, sam at unfilteredcraft.com. You can always sam reach Jay at, at, at unfilteredcraft.com. Just message us, too, whatever platform you listen. All right, I don't even know how to access the email, but I'll Thank figure it so out. Thank you so much. We love you, and have a fantastic week. Stay warm, stay cold, wherever the hell you are, but be safe, and I guess wear a mask, right? Yeah, and drink a beer. And drink a beer. Bye, Jay. Bye, Jay. Cheers. When they come to tea